Just going to stand there eating that sushi all night? You haven't even looked at my photorealistic macaroni sculpture. It's Who Arted with Creative Messiah, Amy Ralfini. Hi. Hello, Amy. Hey. How's it going? Hey, good. Hey, Kitty, you have been playing some awesome music this morning, man. Oh, mate, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I have just been, like, super impressed the whole way in the car. I was like, yes. Hey, that's what we, that's what, that's, that's the engagement that I want from, yeah. from my, from well, my audience, yeah, hopefully. I'm, I'm your number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you're in for Who I Did for the Week. Yes, I'm very, I'm... very excited to get cracking. Who do we have in studio with Today us? Today we have painter Paris Kirby talking with us about her fabulous, fabulous, fabulous new show that's up at Sanderson Contemporary Foot. Fertile Ground, which is an exhibition of new works exploring New Zealand's landscape painting history. So to quote from your website, uh, from the um, Sanderson's page, a selection of 20th, 20th century Pākehā women painters have served as a starting point for this latest exhibition, Fertile Ground. We have painted small-scale reproductions of iconic works by artists including Rita Angus, Dorothy Richmond and Doris Glast, which have been inserted into your large-scale paintings. These inserted reproductions serve both as inspiration for your chosen colour palette and I also, would you consider potentially the palette of medium? We'll get to that later, Paris. <laughs> hey, did I even say hi to you? Morena, no. thank you for coming in. <laughs> Kia ora. So self-obsessed <laughs> today. Um, uh, thanks for coming in, Paris. It's such a lovely, it's so lovely always having you in. I love chatting to you about thank your you, work. Thank you, Amy. Thanks for having me. And I was... Okay, I have to get through the first bit and then we'll talk about the show. I'm so excited. I'm trying to keep things together here. Um, so also, you know, uh, so the inserted reproductions of these early female created landscape paintings are also serve as a reference point for your own personal exploration into Aotearoa's colonial and art historical past. So firstly, the works are absolutely beautiful. The narrative in your style that I can see coming through and the way it's developed, it's actually joyous for anyone that knows your work um, to go and see the whole selection together. There's big paint. There's the big paintings with the inserted smaller kind of um, artworks uh, that are put in there, which is really intriguing. But then there's also littler works and the whole thing together, it feels like uh, a little journey that you've done throughout the country with a satchel. Um, the big works have got a background where it looks where you've done you've kind of returned to uh, your treatment of fabric, which you've done lots of fabric work in the past. So that forms a kind of base for the work, and also kind of creates a topographical surface um, to the work. Do you? And then also then the, the way the paint is also sitting as well with the fabric, it also looks like you could have actually pushed the canvas into the earth as well. So what? What is the technique around around what you've done with these? Have you travelled the country? Have you rubbed these canvases into the soil? How? <laughs> <laughs> what is what is what have you been up to wow. with the, yeah with this? Thank you, Amy. That was really like thoughtful and in depth. Um, the way that you've looked into the work. Um, oh, oh, one more thing. Oh, okay. They, they, <laughs> they, this is just really good. They just—they still have your lovely playfulness as well, which which is gorgeous to see as well. Yes. Yeah. So this body of work was quite a departure from my previous exhibition, um, which was focusing on um, New Zealand native trees and plants. So. Um, at that time, I did do a lot of travelling around the South Island um, 
in particular Fiordland and the West Coast and Canterbury Plains. Um, and yeah, so this new body of work was really looking into the art history of those representations of those landscapes. Um, there was a massive art movement in the 1930s where these women artists had somewhat of a pallet club where oh, they would <laughs> go take these excursions out into the mountains and um, paint, like paint in plein air, you know? And um, it w was a real reflection of what life was like at that time in history, um, that sort of early colonial environment. And um, they, they bared witness to all of the clear cutting of the, the forests, um, all of the mining, and um, which actually didn't align with their values. And so they really tried to embody that in the work as well. So yeah, that was a massive inspiration in regards to incorporating the appropriated um, paintings into my work. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, the process side of it um, was very much an abstract expressionist um, surrendering to just allow, letting the painting evolve and it painted itself really. Like, I don't feel like I had that much control as opposed to my previous work, it was so heavily controlled and contrived that I just wanted to kind of go, I just want to change my attitude and my approach to painting. I can so see that in your work. Paris's previous work, for those who aren't familiar with it, is if you can imagine the surface of the outside of a kauri tree uh, and the layers of bark and how intricate and all the markings and stuff and it's quite there's a lot of information there and your works were kind of getting to that point where they're exquisite and they were but they were they were almost turning into realist mm. portraits of of kauri trees mm. they were gorgeous i love them but also alongside that you've done a lot of experiential installative work and you've worked with fabrics and you've done a lot of performative stuff so with this new collection you've kept your color palette totally but you've brought all that other stuff in and it's lovely to see. It's really great that you've had that breakaway. I really like it. One work that really stood, but I also like your other stuff as well. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you. Just saying. Thanks for um, the support. Yeah. <laughs> um, one work that particularly captivated me. So I was looking at these works, and as you say, they kind of form them. They, it, it is. It's hard to know because it does look like, in part, you might have based it on a typographical surface or a map. Or did you have any of that sort of? influence there. I can see with one of your works, Rangitoto, that I love, um, that I can see a small kind of shape, which I which I just noticed by chance. Um, mm -hmm. But everything else feels like it's a very kind of expressive uh, uh, um, conversation with the environment in an experiential way. Mm. <laughs> Have I given you a question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's interesting just talking about like modes of painting and um, you know, you can have a preconceived outcome before you begin your process. Um, or you can sort of just take one step at a time and let each step inform the next decision that you make. And so with this body of work, it was very much um, like the inner landscape sort of coming out um, in every step of the process. Um, the landscape kind of found me in the work. It wasn't like, I planned it or controlled it in any way um, and it's interesting because the paintings are actually on silk um, oh, really? so that changes the whole of course. Um, 
the whole process because it's silk paint, silk paint with silk, and so yeah. the silk fibre actually comes from a silk worm, and so um, it's very similar to like a spider web. Yeah, and so that material is just so unique to work with, um, and it's not something that you can really be trained in as much as well. It's something that yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, I've I've really had to surrender to the materiality and just let it naturally evolve. And through the process, I've really just found the landscape. So which did, is, yeah. did, were you channeling the landscape when you're doing it? So say if you're doing, were you like when you're doing say the Rotorua mm-hmm. uh, or, or I want to ask you another, another word, but Rotorua, were you like feeling getting in the zone of Rotorua? I was getting in the zone of Sorry. my female forebearers of landscape painting, post-colonial okay. landscape painting. So these women who, um, and whose paintings I've appropriated on the works, mm. um, I've really researched a lot into their attitudes. Mm. Um, so I've, it's it's more the attitude towards the landscape um, and just embodying that through the process of making. Yeah. Um, just a quick question about, so Keria and I just giving each other looks because I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out how much time I've actually got left because I want to launch into a quick question. Um, just a quick question about your Thames, your Thames work. So you can see that you've done a silk landscape and then you've just covered the whole front of it with gold. Why? What does that represent <laughs> for you within within Thames and, and also throughout the rest of the work? Um, well, the particular time in history that I've looked at that um, these women painters have um, explored in their work um, is a very much a time of the gold rush in New Zealand. So, um, and the sort of land exploitation and um, commodification of the land and that sort of thing. So, um, I just wanted to highlight the sort of the commodification of the land and yep. the exploitation of the land. And so, I've incorporated a lot of gold throughout my work yeah. um, and it's not just the commodification of the land but it's also the commodity that the art turns into as well and so how we actually perceive art objects um, in today's art market. Yeah, yeah, I see. How, how do you think, I quite, it's a, it makes a really interesting ju- juxtaposition to the current situation down in Thames where all of the plastics building up in that massive shed mm. because China's not taking, which is fair enough, any more plastic from anyone anymore. Mm. Um, that's that's kind of a, it's quite, yeah, poignant. Mm. Uh, just before we sign off, I, um, I want to ask, ask you about Art Week because I know that you're doing a drawing club down there. Yes. So tell us Very more. Excited. I'm really <laughs> excited as well. So that's going to be, I will tell us, I'll let you, t- you tell us, Paris, what's going on? Oh gosh, I should have had the dates oh, in don't front worry, of I've me. Got but, it, I've got um, it, don't worry, I know all about it. Yeah, so Art Week coming up is very exciting. Yes. Um, there's so many art events happening all over the city. So um, this particular event, Drawing Club, which I've been running for the last couple of years, um, we're doing a very special edition down at the... Um, Betty Wark Room. Betty Wark Room. At Alan Marble Centre, whose birthday it is today. Oh, really? Incidentally, if you're not doing anything after, I'm going down. Do you want to come? 
date? No. No? No, I what? don't. I do want to come, but I've other engagements. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. What I know. What <laughs> she said, I've, "I've got to work, Amy. That's all you needed to say." Um, no, but um, drawing club. Yeah. yeah. So we um, will have some music and um, curated models, and I'll be there directing the class, um, giving you some tips into creative ways of drawing. And yes. also the room will be dressed by a previous collaborator of yours, Samir Weatherall. Yes. And it will be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. That's from 12 to 2. But in the meantime I really recommend everyone get along to Fertile Ground. It's at Sanderson Contemporary in Newmarket at 2 Kent Street. It is also showing alongside a group show which has a great selection of artists from the stable and one in particular Wanda Gillespie, a shout out. Her work is tremendous. Mm. I absolutely love it. I'm looking forward to seeing a solo show of hers coming up at some point soon, I'm sure. Um, If you'd like to check out more of Paris' work, go to pariskirby.com. Otherwise, uh, check out um, Sanderson at sanderson.co.nz. That's correct. Thank you, Amy. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Ooh, I like this. Trey chic. Trey cool. (laughs) Touche. Chin chin. That was Who Arted with Amy Ralphini.